0: The reading is from Ephesians 4, if you'd like to find it. It's page 1175 in the Green Edition. Verse 1. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. When he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. What does he ascended mean, except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens, in order to fill the whole universe. So, Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers,
1: Good morning. It's lovely to be with you to explore the call of a pastor in Ephesians 4. Over the last few weeks, we've been particularly looking at verse 11, the fivefold ministry. That is apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Do you like stories? Well... I'm going to read one to you now. Are you sitting comfortably? Then sit back and relax. Once upon a time, in a local church, there were four people named Everybody, Somebody, Anybody, and Nobody. There was an important job to be done, and everybody was asked to do it. But everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Then somebody got angry about it because it was everybody's job. But since everybody thought that anybody could do it and nobody realized that anybody wouldn't do it, it ended up that everybody blamed somebody and nobody did the job that anybody could have done in the first place. Right about this time, a fifth person visited the church. This person's name was confused. He looked around, saw what was happening, and never came back. This describes what can happen in a local church, which has not got clear leadership. Not St. Swithin's, of course. It is unclear who is supposed to do what, And this leads to confusion, frustration, and hurt feelings. But church is not supposed to be this way. God never meant for church to be confusing. Since God is the architect of the church, he shows us exactly how the church is formed and how it grows and functions. Jesus gives gifts to his people in the church so that all the saints get equipped for maturity, growth, And love. The key to becoming what God wants us to be, the key to getting reshaped by the gospel, is being part of a community that helps us do this. The difficulty in this is that in the Western culture we see everything individually rather than communally. Christ's role in salvation is to form a people who work this out together. So we need each other, and we need leadership. In Ephesians 4.1, As a prisoner for the Lord, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. What does it mean to live a life worthy of the calling? How do I know I'm being called? How do you know that you're being called? The call of God sets people in positions. The calling is when the desire is so strong to see Christ exalted and people saved and brought to maturity. The call needs to be recurrent, not a flash in the pan, and to be Bible-saturated and soaked in prayer. We are encouraged to find which out of the fivefold ministries is our main core calling to serve in, that is, from... Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. The call of a pastor. The Greek word for pastor is palminas, the noun for shepherd. So Christ gives people gifts to be like a shepherd, to look after and care for the flock. Jesus called himself the good shepherd, the shepherd who knows his sheep by name. And lays down his life for them. The shepherd also protects and provides for his sheep. The psalms show this in the well-known Psalm 23: "The Lord is my shepherd." "The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Also in Psalm 79 verse 13, we are your people, the sheep of your flock. Psalm 100 verse 3, he made us and we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep he tends. This imagery is carried over into the New Testament. He is the shepherd of the souls of men," Hebrews 13:20. His disciples are his flock, Luke 12:32. "He has pity on people because they are like sheep without a shepherd," Matthew 9:36. Eighty percent of Jesus' followers made their living off the land. Many were shepherds. No flock grazes without a shepherd, and no shepherd was ever off duty. When the sheep wandered, the shepherd found them. When they fell, he carried them. When they were hurt, he healed them. Do you have a good sense of direction? I would love to have one, but left to my own devices, I tend to go the wrong way. Satnavs certainly help. Sheep are not clever, and they have no sense of direction. They need someone to lead them on paths that are right. Psalm 23.3. They have no natural defense, no claws, no horns or fangs. They tend to wander into running creeks for water. And then their wool gets heavy and they drown. Sheep need a shepherd with a rod and walking stick. Psalm 23.4. We too get lost. We all have wandered away like sheep, each of us has gone his own way, Isaiah 53, 6. The pastor is a shepherd, and as we see in Psalm 23, he is Christ's hands and feet on this earth. As we are all displaying some of God's splendor through the giftings that God has already given to the church. Psalm 23, 3, he restores my soul. Here, pastors are instrumental in guiding people through brokenness back to wholeness and healing their souls from wounds that keep them stuck where they are. We are not meant to sit in disappointment and not get up, wallowing in the despair, hopelessness and self-pity, reliving the pain, replaying the hurt until it gets a hold on us. When we forgive and surrender to God, the heavy sack of discontent and disappointment, we don't just give up something. We gain something. God replaces it with a lightweight grace to help us have an attitude of gratitude. Can't we learn to be content? Paul says that godliness with contentment is great gain, 1 Timothy 6.6. As we surrender... We can gain our self-respect. We can gain joy. We can gain the faith to say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. There is a time for everything. There is a time to grieve and a time to heal. Paul urges us in Philippians 4, 13 to 14, to press on to what lies ahead and forget what lies behind because of our upward calling in Christ Jesus. A Time to Heal, in Ephesians 3.3, was the title of a recent retreat some of us from St. Swithin's attended at the Harnhill Centre of Christian Healing, where we received excellent teaching and an opportunity to worship, be prayed for, and to heal in the presence of God. We all have a calling here at St. Swithin's. We all have a role, a baton to pick up and run the race that is set before us. Let us discover what our upward calling is. Nothing is wasted in the kingdom of God. And God can use everything we have, everything we have been through, and all that we are and will become to help others coming alongside The pastor shepherds God's people and has a tender heart of compassion and empathy to come alongside with patience and kindness. It's having a heart for others to help them to come to wholeness in Christ, Colossians 2.10, and you have been made complete in Christ. They can often be wounded healers in that they have suffered and been healed in order to reach out to others. Pastors are good listeners and are easy to talk to and share your inner feelings with them. They build up a relationship of trust, of being a safe person. That is, going to keep your confidences and help be part of restoring your dignity as a person made in the image of God. They are comfortable with one-on-one chats and showing hospitality, welcoming people into the church and into the presence of God. They are anointed to pray with you, to help bring you to complete restoration. It takes courage to share. It's okay to not be okay. Have you ever heard this phrase before? I first came upon it when my mother had just died and a friend who was a counsellor said this to me when I happened to see her in a coffee shop and it really helped me. It gave me permission to not be okay and allow the waves of grief to flow over me. It's okay to be broken and vulnerable in a church. The church is not a social club, although socialising together is important It is more like a hospital outpost in the battleground of life. God binds up our wounds and heals the brokenhearted, as in Psalm 147, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Pastors have tender, loving hearts and really care. When they ask, how are you? You may say, I'm fine. And then they can often say, yes. Yes. But how are you really? Do you find yourself saying this when asked how you are? In our culture, it's often just a greeting, but here in God's presence, the Lord really wants to know how you are feeling. The pastor is a safe person with whom you can be real and vulnerable, allowing God to heal you. By being open and honest to a pastor or someone with a pastoral heart, You can let God into all the areas that need healing. The person of the Holy Spirit is living within us, and he is our wonderful counselor, and he helps bring memories and hurt feelings up in us for healing. Pastors are empathic, and they feel your pain. It is helpful to share the pain, to let the light of Christ into any strongholds of darkness within. The foundation of healing is to totally forgive and to keep on forgiving 70 times 7, as seen in Matthew 18, 21 to 22, which means to have an ongoing attitude of forgiveness. We forgive as Jesus has forgiven us and took our sins as he died on the cross and we rise up in our resurrection life in him. One of the pastor's roles is to point to the cross and emphasize forgiveness. That includes forgiving others and also forgiving ourselves, which can be hard to do. Pastors welcome us to the church of belonging. We all have a deep need to belong. And it's been very hard for many during lockdown in times of isolation where so many of us have been lonely. Jesus, our shepherd, longs to restore our souls. Our loneliness diminishes because we have fellowship. Our despair decreases because we have vision. Then our confusion begins to lift because we have direction. The pastor welcomes us and helps to provide a safe place for us to be ourselves, just as we are, accepted in the beloved. As we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we can feel exposed. And that is where the pastor can be part of the healing by being accepting, reflecting the acceptance of Christ. For it takes courage to share and courage to change. It takes courage to step out, admit, that we need help. Shame hides, as Adam and Eve did in the garden. It's easier to put on a mask and pretend everything is okay when it's not. Pastors bring life and healing to God's ministry and allow people to feel that they are part of a greater family. You can pastor people without being a pastor. There is nothing to be ashamed of in asking for prayer. Prayer. We are all a work in progress, Philippians 1.6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. In a nutshell, in the fivefold ministry, the call of a pastor means having a pastoral heart, which many of you may have. Let us pray together. Abba Father, we thank you that you hear us and we thank you for the power of your love. Lord, we thank you that you are our shepherd and that we have grace for every sin, direction for every turn, a candle for every corner and an anchor for every storm. We thank you that you are in the restoration business that you love broken people and long to see us whole and complete in you. Help us all to find our calling, whether it is apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor or teacher or any combination of these. Help us see ourselves as you see us, precious and honours in your sight and let us step out as the wounded healers to help others And help us to be transformed, to be more like you, and to receive all that the Father has for us. We thank you that we have everything we need in you. Amen. If anyone here has any needs or feels that they would like to come to receive more that God has for you, we would love to pray with you. Please come up to the front and we will pray for you at the end of the service. Thank you.